WNBA Nation, Jersey Gate is wide open. It is time to talk some new unis. Cannot wait. I'm Steve Schwartzman. So excited to have this discussion this week. Welcome to another episode. Of course, I'm here with our esteemed co-host and co-producer and um, the other guy who super probably annoys our team, our groups. Group chat with Uni Talk all the time, and for once, it's actually relevant for the both of us. Logan Jones, how are we? Steve, I could conservatively talk about these jerseys for a year. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's unhealthy the amount of time we could take on this. And for anyone listening, and for anyone live on Twitch right now as we're recording this, I I don't know who would uh, necessarily agree. Uh, so we'll try to keep it in a humane amount of time. But uh, this is going to be a very nerdy, what my wife would call fashion talk, because whenever uh, she hears me talk about jerseys, she likes to say, I-, I love how much you and Logan talk about fashion. And that's fair. That's I'm fair. done. I'm done arguing that point. I get where she's coming from. We've got some some friends here on Twitch watching us. Definitely check us out on Twitch. Follow us on Twitter at WNBA Nation. Uh, we'll send out links uh, as we get opportunities to get up on Twitch and do some live streaming, definitely be a part of the discussion. You'll get to hear some content that you don't get to hear here on the, the feed and be a part of some fun discussion, have some cool interaction with us. Uh, if you want to subscribe to us on Twitch as well, that actually helps give us some some little added uh, financial support. And if you're on Amazon Prime, you actually get one free monthly subscription on Twitch. If you use that toward us, technically, you don't spend a dollar and you're helping us in the long run. So everybody wins. So hopefully we get a chance to see you there. Uh, of course, you can find us anyway. Your podcast can be found. We'll be here to give you content. Uh, I'd say every single week. Generally, that is true. But we're here to give you content whenever we have it. Uh, and of course, if you listen anywhere that has a review system, especially on Apple Podcasts, give us a five star review. Throw us some comments. Let us know what you like about the show, what you'd like to see to make the show an even better experience for you. If you want to get some awesome digs, because that's what this whole day is about, uh, check us out on Store Envy. We've got a great merch page. Our producer Jason has put together some awesome designs, and we'd love to send some stuff your way. So check it out, see what you like, and, and buy some cool merch on behalf of the show. And I think that's really everything for the rundown. We technically, Logan, have 36 jerseys to talk about. We'll see how much screen time all of them get. For those uninitiated, the WNBA and Nike co-announced this morning the release of their game edition jerseys across the entire league. Every league will have three different jersey sets. There will be the Explorer set, the Heroin set, and the Rebel set, which I think you could sort of consider like a city jersey design that you see in the MNBA. Each team with brand new designs, all with their own individualized design acumen. They all have different looks and feels to them. And they all are very team centered. They have removed, they've added numbers back to the front of jerseys. They have removed logos across chest marks. Some are to the back, some more in the midsection area under the numbers, uh, which probably isn't ideal from a design perspective, but it's certainly better than it was previously. But more than not, uh, it was an opportunity to establish an identity across Every team in the entire league, which I think was a huge moment. The response on Twitter was monumentous. We saw just a, a lot of fun energy. Like I, like I'd said before we recorded, 
This is probably the most fun I've had on my Twitter timeline in quite some time. So it was a pretty cool day. So before we hit the uh, these team breakdowns in general, Logan, what has just been your general response? Well, I've been thinking a lot about how we got here. And I'm thinking about how two years ago, we got a new WNBA commissioner in Kathy Engelbert that immediately took to talking to anyone and everyone about What does the league need? What do the fans of the league need? What do the players in the league need to bring this up to be as successful as the NBA, to make it an equal partner in basketball in America? And in that time, we've had a CBA signed that'll last for eight years that tripled the earning potential of the league's big stars. We've had orange hoodie mania. We've had a successful bubble season that both bubble-wise and social activism-wise inspired every other league that was successful last year during the pandemic. And now we get this massive Nike-sponsored rollout of individual brand identities. You know, every every identity of a team previous to this, because, because the uniforms and the look were all templates, it was entirely based on your color scheme and the big ad on the front. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that was yeah. what you had. That was what you had. And and then the players in the uniforms, obviously. And this year, I, I love that the way that they revealed it was by revealing players opening their gift box of the three different looks and just how excited they were. Because this isn't just like a fan thing. Like, we've all been saying fans need more merch since we've been fans of the league, right? Like, uh, uh, Skytown, that, that Twitter account, like that... They have headed the charge, man. They are the tip of the spear when it comes to like, give us the shorts, give us the merch, like give us the orange hoodies. We want it all. And now the players are getting more and they're psyched for it. I saw Asia Wilson earlier today saying like, we're going to be jersey swapping like crazy this year. Like, yeah, because everybody wants, everybody wants a little bit of what everyone else has going on because they're all so good. So I, I think it's important to realize this isn't just like a, like you and I love talking uniforms. We can talk sports uniforms all day long. Yes. Um, but this is, this is not just a rebrand of a team with a long totally. and storied history of looks. This is like, look, this league has been around 25 years. We're celebrating the anniversary this year. Like one of the best possible ways we could pay tribute to how we got here is by further establishing these teams in their cities with their own identity. And yeah. man, did they, I mean, they knocked it out of the park. I, I'm going to be super positive and probably not all that controversial today because there aren't any that I just hate. <laughs> and I, I wish there kind of was like, it, it's sometimes it's more fun when there are looks where you're like, Ooh, that's a swing and a miss. Uh, but there really, there aren't a lot. There, there aren't any that yeah. I like when the NBA releases city jerseys, there's a couple that you think, great. There's a lot that you think, who cares? And then there's a handful that you're like, okay, someone thought that looked good, and it does not look good. It looks bad. Or they thought it was so bad that it would sell somehow. And and the WNBA managed to roll out 36 new uniforms, and not once did I find myself going, ooh, that's just ugly. Like, that didn't happen. And that's not mm-hmm. just me being a, a WNBA podcast host who's like a homer for the league. I'm I'm yeah. sincere. Like. There's a handful I'm down on, a small handful, but I think for the most part, because I, uh, there are people that are going to listen to this and they're totally going to say like, well, y'all are just WNBA homers. You know what? Yeah. Uh, that's part of it. I'm not going to try and refute that. I think the other side of it though is this is one of the first times that I've seen a rollout similar to this. And every single team has at least one look, one jersey that definitely plays. 
And I don't know if a league has ever had a rollout. If you go down the MNBA city rollouts, anything like that, I don't think a league's ever had that before, where there's at least one look that you go, okay, that will play. Like, that will absolutely work for you, Um, even if the others may or may not. Many teams, a majority of them do. Many of them, you know, a good handful of these teams knocked their entire aesthetic out of the park. And a couple teams that I did not expect would pull that off. And maybe that's me being cynical, but there were a couple squads that I went, I have no idea how they're going to pull this one off and have it help you. They did this, in my opinion, could not have gone better just as far as an event into what it felt like. And that's including the fact that we had leaks. We had a lot of people worried that the official rollout would lose some of its luster because of the leaks. And clearly that was strategized well, because a lot of people kicked off well. One of our busiest streams we have right here live on Twitch uh, is coming from this rollout. That tells you, I think, how successful that was. Are there going to be some looks people aren't going to like? Sure. I think there are a couple that people aren't, are going to be standoffish on. And there's a couple of those that I think in general people may not like that I actually like for a lot of reasons. There's a couple of people who are high on that I'm not feeling. But that's the beauty of UniTalk is that there's so many different angles. But I think the biggest compliment that the WNBA can take from this experience, I have seen at least one tweet from on behalf of every team, somebody saying this team has the best look by far. Every team's been represented in someone making that claim. And you can say that that's just fans of the team calling out bias, but I've never seen that before. I've never seen that. Anytime there's been a rollout, you know, a widespread rollout of uniforms across a league or at least a widespread amount of groups, I've never seen it before where someone, and not only saying, oh, that's my favorite, but saying like, that's without a doubt the best look in the league. Every team's gotten some play. Few teams have gotten more than others, but I've seen one example of that from every single team. And like to me, that's a huge compliment of how they executed this. Yeah. I don't think there's an obvious like last place design. There are some that I'm in love yeah. with that I would be willing to go put down money on if they were at my local sporting goods store. And others that I'm not in love with, but I can appreciate how strong the tie is between the design and the city like the element of the city that inspired it. And that's usually not something I care about, right? Like we we've talked all the time, Steve, about like, don't just make a Jersey that ties to something about your city that looks bad. Like it still has to look good. And I, I think <laughs> I want to give Nike some credit because there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of reasons to not enjoy some of what Nike's done with, with brands and team looks over the last couple of years. And they didn't drop the ball on this one. They didn't phone it in. Feels like we got their full attention. They fixed Deladon's hyphenated name. I mean, I think we're on the right track here. I'm almost the cynical one that wonders if the success of this is that maybe Nike had less of an involvement in the visual, in the aesthetic portion of the spots. They almost like hired some someone else or something to that effect. That's just me being cynical. I'm saying that as someone who literally has a Nike logo, a swoosh in camera shot of our stream right now. Yeah. I'm a Nike guy. Like I, I, I want them. I want them to produce good stuff because I, I like, I like their stuff. Before we hit the teams, I got one take that I have to get out, which is when these videos rolled out from the WNBA, the preview as well as that release video, the unboxing video, they did not only flash a Nike logo at the end of their video. The final image also flashes a Converse logo. Now that's a, that's a current technical subsidiary of Nike, but they also flashed a Converse logo. As someone who owns 64 pairs of Converse Chuck Taylors, I need, I'm looking dead at the camera right now, I need to know what the purpose 
of that is. If it's <laughs> if it's nothing, if it's just branding, that's fine. If it's to be a part of the jersey or like a merch rollout, it's it's fine. If you are making WNBA themed Converse sneakers. It's important that myself, Steve Schwartzman, sure many others, but I need to know about this as soon as possible because I have a good chunk of stimulus money that I might be able to convince my uh, my family out of for that sake. Now, is that smart? No, but I know my weaknesses. So, so before we talk teams, it's very important that that gets known as soon as possible because, well... There's weird things that are important to Steve Schwartzman, and one of them is Converse. And if I can rock some Sparks and Storm and Liberty-themed Converse on my feet, that's good. And, and, and people may already know what their involvement is, but I'm just very much – we need to clear this up. Enough enough secrets. Let's get this out in the open. No, I agree. I Also, before we, before we launch into this, I – it sounds like if you're a Nike member, which pretty much everybody is, if you've ever shopped at Nike, if you have the app or anything, you can you can access these. The Rebel editions are on sale right now. The Explorer editions are going to be on sale a week from now. And then there's just radio silence from Nike on whether we're going to get heroin editions for sale. Heroin editions for every team are, uh, if you're not keeping up with this, those are the home whites that every team will have for their home games. And if you know anything about at Logan TJ from listening to this podcast. It's that I love a good, fresh home white look and we'll get into it today. We're going to talk about all the different uniforms, but it's, it's like even on the page, like the Nike release page where they're displaying all the, the rebel and Explorer looks and they're explaining like the, the, the inspiration behind the, the design elements and stuff. Nowhere to be seen are the heroin jerseys. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of frustrating as someone who like, I, I really like home white uniforms, especially when they're done well. And Nike wow. has been at war with home whites forever because they swear that they don't sell as well. Uh, in fact, in the NBA, they're all but trying to like get rid of them entirely. Um, and it's frustrating because those are some of the best looks in sports. And I don't know why Nike would try to limit their earning potential by just being like, and nobody cares about those. So you can't even buy them. Uh, so stop doing that. Nike, uh, you created good looks. Now let us buy them. That's just, that just seems obvious. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's frustrating because for a handful of teams in this rollout, the, the heroin look was their best one. And, yeah. and so there's a couple of those that like I would cop in a second. And it's a little frustrating that, there's a couple teams where the only version of that that I've seen has been in their their like release video, and you see it in like a quick second, and everything else is is given its own promo photo. A couple teams have some promo photos, but not every team. So hopefully there's a little love toward that. But I do feel you there. Those are available uh, if you're a Nike member, and by Nike member, I think it does mean you just need to sign up. I don't think you have to pay out of anything. I think it's just signing up for their email listing type of thing, and then you get. You're able to get access to that pre-order. So get your hands on that. I think the pricing for these for an official rollout is actually pretty solid. Usually a rollout you're seeing between 150 and sometimes as much as 250 to 300. I think they're 100 crisps, and that's not terrible if you can make that happen. So I'm a fan of that. Uh, we have 12 teams to dive into. We've taken up enough yes. real estate already. So we're going to jump into this. Here's how we're going to do it because this is very much how we would do things. We're going to do a draft structure and rolling these teams out. What that means is... Loan, you're sort of declaring what your top to bottom picks are for these. 
but not, like not in a technical official capacity. It's almost just like, which one do you want to talk about next? But uh-huh. <laughs> in, if you'd like to treat it as I've got the first pick, I'm going to decide what the best look in the league is. We can do it that way. So I'm going to kick it over to you for the first pick. We're just going to go team by team. Um, you get the first pick of of whose look you want to call out. We'll we'll chat it out and we'll we'll go through all twelve of these. I was really hoping for the second pick because I've got three three sets of looks, right? Three teams at the very top tier of like, boy, they they really crushed it. Let's let's not keep the people waiting. I think people want to talk about Chicago. Okay, let's talk Chicago. I, I will go ahead and go on record as saying that my favorite jersey is not in the Chicago trio of looks, but they are in my top tier, and I know people want to talk about them, and so we will talk about them. Um, Kyle's going to have the graphic up here on our Twitch stream really quick. Boom! Boom, boom! Look at what we've got going on here. The Chi-Town glass ceiling jersey front and center. It's got a nice summer town walking along the beach vibe. You got pinstripes on the black and white unis. The shorts look great. You got good fonts. Steve, tell us about the Chicago jerseys. <laughs> okay, so I'm a mixed bag with them, if I'm being completely honest. There are a couple notes that I have, but I'm going to hit the hit the being positives first. The glass ceiling Rebel jersey works in so many ways. 100%. I do want to call out one thing, which is maybe I'm thinking too much into this, but... I I wonder if Candace Parker was hinting about this when she was on TNT last night in in her glass ceiling t-shirt. Oh, definitely. I'm wondering if there was some call to that in it. That's going to be a theme to kind of the mantra of the sky. And if it is, that that excites me as someone who likes to see the sky do well. Um, but I overall really enjoyed this this aesthetic. I think the glass ceiling pick totally works. It pops. With shorts, it's got a bit of discombobulation to it, but that's fine. With a Rebel look, I think you can have some fun with it. So I, I don't even consider that a heavy knock by any means. But when I was, saw the promo videos they used, like I, I almost call them like the, the walkway type videos where they had kind of models come out in them, it popped so well. Uh, I really got into it quickly. I liked a lot of what they were pulling off. I liked the color aesthetic with the Explorer look, I think the yellow lining on the lettering is really strong. I'm not as in love with the heroin look. I wonder if they downplayed the size of Sky on that jersey a little bit. It might have helped it a bit. I don't love the black lettering. I kind of wish that they went more to, if they used probably blue for, for the lettering there, it might have been a more fun look to me. The last thing I'm going to, the last two points I have, these are my critical points. I, I don't want to monopolize the discussion and make this just a one-way thing, but the... Pinstriping to me, there's a little frustration with it in that I just wish they would have went with a simple pinstripe. They went with kind of a branded colored gradient look. They tried to have fun with it, and it's not bad. It's got a fun look to it. It especially looks better when you incorporate shorts, but I I sort of wish they just made it really simple and said we're adding pinstripes to this jersey, and I think it would have been a really solid look for them. I have one strong negative. I'm going to kick it over to you to get your feelings on Chicago's look before I get to it and see if uh, you you feel the same way I do about one element of this. I, I almost guarantee I'll, I'll have your strong negative on, on my small list of things I would change. I, I feel like we're in agreement there. Um, I'll just go left to right on what's on our screen. The black pinstripe look is great, man. Like Candace Parker in that jersey is going to look so fresh. They did mm-hmm. everything on this jersey right. I, I just, I love it. I love it. I love it. it there, there are a lot of... Uh, I'm going to try to save some money 
um, by, by like waiting for like when t-shirt and hoodie versions come out of a lot of these different branded looks. Cause I, there's so many in the league that I want. I can't just be buying hundred dollar jerseys all the time, but that black pinstripe one and, and the glass ceiling one, those are both where you kind of have to have it in Jersey form for the whole thing to work. So I, I really enjoy those. I, the glass, the shattered glass one, I, I saw some people suggesting that they could have gone with Skytown, which would have been really fun. Um, I don't dock at any points for going Shy Town instead, mm-hmm. but that would have been a nice, like a yeah. kind of a fun touch if they would have done that. I could say this about the chest though: that little kiss of the Chicago flag star, yeah, is just a beautiful touch. Star is great. I just love that pinted right there. Yeah. the The problem with these is that the font, for some reason, on the on the numbers on the glass ceiling jerseys is is wonky, and I don't know why they did that. <laughs> yeah. Um, if if I were to guess what your 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 note was, that was what I was going to guess it was. First of all, they shouldn't have used twenty five for that release because it just looks like it's you almost can't tell its numbers because of the way its reverse is weird. So that throws me off. I'll get it out now. I hate all these number fonts. It, one of my few H the capital H hates of any of these designs <laughs> is these the number fonts on all the jerseys like the looped version and the strange version i really am not a fan of them it takes it down quite a peg for me I, I you know me my main rule when it comes to number fonts is, is simplicity always wins there's nothing wrong with just having a simple basic like aerial based or like you know serif based one or any number on there, obviously, whatever number. And so I, that's my feeling on it is I wish they could have yeah. toned that down a little bit because it just distracts from the rest of the aesthetic, especially the Explorer look pops so well. And I wish they would have just toned down the number a little bit. So it didn't take away from that chest script, which looks great. Yeah, I I still these I mean, I brought these up first for a reason, though. These are super strong. Uh and even yeah. even the heroin jersey, which I don't think people are as high on it. It's probably not quite as strong as the other two, but. It's still good, and it, it's one of the few that has uh, the corporate logo underneath in in color, and it's still not distracting. So the U Chicago Medicine logo on the heroin jersey, like you get the red, which doesn't really incorporate with anything else, but it still doesn't really throw me off. I don't mind it. Uh, really, the the biggest downside to this, and I saw a note similar to this in the chat. Um, the biggest downside to the look is I really liked the powder blue and yellow color scheme. Yeah. I, I think it was it was one of the league's strongest color schemes last year. So I'm thrilled that they got away from template jerseys. I think their city or sorry their city their their rebel look is a great and creative, like really, really strong. It's it's the jersey that I think I want the most yes. of the of the rebel looks. Uh, maybe not. I we'll, we'll we'll get to some other ones that I I could easily just as, as easily put a Chris Pundo down on, but uh, but I, I kind of miss the the pairing of the. I mean, I'm wearing my old school Chicago Sky hat right now in in celebration. Um, and you don't you don't have a powder blue jersey in this look. Um, and you don't you really you really downplay the yellow, um, other than like the lining on the black uniform. So you miss a little bit of that. But I'm I'm not going to complain. This is a great. We 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 started off hot here in Chicago. This is a this is the right direction to be moving in. My take on the numbers doesn't take away from what a strong look it is, what a strong brand it is. Sky fans are very on this. I would even say Chicago sports fans in general are very in on this. Um, they got a, there's a lot of buzz with the, you know, the announcement of Candace moving to Chicago. Now you couple it with this. I think you have a strong look. Uh, the one, the one note I'll make on top of this, like I said, I wish they would have went with a simple, just across the board pinstripe look. And one of the main reasons for that is they have this fade look, which actually helps in some ways 
because the on the Explorer look, there's such a, a, a bright colored script across the chest that the, a pinstripe over that under that might actually distract from it a little bit. So the fade sort of helps a little bit. That said, it reminds me way too much of one of the early, like the mid '90s Mentos commercials that will never leave my brain as a kid. It's one where a guy's sitting on a park bench in a suit and he notes that it has wet paint. And since he pops a Mentos and has a bright <laughs> idea, he rolls on the park bench to make it look like a pinstripe suit. But it just looks like a suit covered in paint. And that's all I can think of when I look at that fading, because that's what would happen. You'd have some faded sections that didn't all look even if you decided to roll in paint to make a pinstripe suit. For some reason, that's all I can think of when I look at it. But that's me being hypercritical of the look that I think is obviously already garnering a lot of energy and you really can't fault. I think it's a great look. I think as far as something that's going to catch buzz and be fashionable and something that people are just going to want to cop to throw on that glass ceiling look is one of the top. Bulls players are going to roll up in either the glass, the, the shattered glass or the black uni. Like there's the, the way that we saw orange unis around the NBA last year the, or the orange hoodies. You'll, you'll see them sporting one of these for sure. Yeah. Parker. And by the way, like that, that's a good point to make is that what we're seeing in most promos is the 25 because of the 25th year anniversary. Honestly, there's a chance that if that's a three or if it's a different number, maybe the font does look a little bit better. Maybe it's the fact that it's a 25. So in most scripts, it's the number and the mirror reverse version of that number makes it look a little less fashionable to me. Uh, but I wonder if that's different. In fact, they have. Uh, Chai Town right now has uh, the shields on there, which is a one. Um, I haven't seen it in any other versions. That said, maybe it'll work better. It'll be less of a distraction to me when it's a different number. So there you have it. Good luck. We've talked a lot about that one. We're almost to half, half an hour through this episode already. We have 11 more of these to hit. Logan, any last urgent thoughts on the sky? No, nah, good, good, good job, Chicago. You're going to get some merch. Sky fans are going to be happy. You're going to have a good season. You're going to look good playing playing good in this uniform. And I'm going to throw up another pick that's not going to shock you because you know me. Logan, let's talk about the Sparks. Woo! Let's go. Huh. I am just all in here. Okay, so what's the one take we've had about Sparks jerseys in the last several years? Bring what's the one thing the that we've been back. like? Bring back Bring the, palm the tree. tree back. Bring it back. The original, I call it Lisa Leslie era Sparks jersey, is possibly my favorite WNBA jersey of all time. And it's because that something about that tree aesthetic pops that so much. It gave it so much personality and it worked so well. And then there was a quick era in the mid 2000s when the Sparks decided to rebrand as like, I almost called it the She Lakers era because it was basically a Laker jersey, but it said Sparks. Then they tried to establish their own identity, but they didn't keep the tree. And then it became what it was in the last couple of years, and they finally brought it back, but they brought it back with their own taste and their own flavor, and i just such a fan across the board of this look. And the thing is, first and foremost, you talked about it already, my frustration with the heroin looks, because their white jersey pops mega hard, and I love it, and I'm really upset that they don't have more promo shots of that. Because it's such a good-looking jersey, because I love the, the sparks. The tree works so well with the K. When I first saw the Explorer look, the purple, I loved the color. I thought the palm frond aesthetic on the side plating actually worked, and it had a potential to not. And at first, I thought, 
the Los Angeles script feels scrunched. Maybe that's too much. And the more that I looked at it and studied it, I just, every time I see it, I like it more and more. Like that's probably right now. It's in the top three of like the first jerseys I would buy once they're available. And the second of those three is the rebel look because it's money. And by the way, the Explorer one, I, I can't forget this. I love that. You're going to hear this phrase a lot. Cause I like to use it a lot. That kiss, that little pop of aqua of teal with the Nike swoosh just, just really adds life mm-hmm. to that. Mm-hmm. But yep. this rebel look, it could, it's, it's in my top, probably in my top two rebel looks. It's so good. You can tell that it, I think it intentionally ties a little bit to the Mamba jersey that the, the Lakers you uh, played, obviously, last year to pay homage to Kobe Bryant during the playoffs uh, and was, I believe, a rollout they had in 2017. I think that the scheming of that isn't mistakable. Now, it does have its unique like space-style branding, and it's clean, and I love a clean jersey, and I think it works. And I like that the font structure of the lettering and the numbers goes together. The side plating is fun as hell. They na- they nailed all of the side panels on all these jerseys. I just think it's a great look overall. I uh, I'm, I'm a very happy LA sports fan looking at all these. This is easily something you could see people cop around Los Angeles with no question. Yeah, to me this is a solid. Like the purple jersey is just one that they should have had all along. Like if you want to be a Sparks fan and you want to support your team, like. Don't you know? Ditch the template jersey. Go in this year with some of your stimmy money. Drop some dough on the purple Los Angeles jersey. And even if they change it in future years, you can wear this eternally, and people look at it and be like, "Ah, oh, sparks!" Like you said, the little touches of aqua balance it out a ton. I love the the really colorful tree. Um, the purple one's really strong. The I, I don't think the heroin jersey is my favorite. It's that that's the one where the font jumps out at me a little bit more, both for the number and the uh, the word mark. That I don't I don't love it, but it could just be that we don't have a great image of it. Yeah, the screenshot doesn't do it justice. When I saw it on the video in play, it looked better than like this screenshot. Obviously, just isn't next to two well produced photos that I don't think speaks to it too well. Yeah, and then the 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 Rebel Edition, the black one, I think is great. This is actually what I thought Seattle was going to do. Um, after kind of rebranding and adding a neon green to their look, because I thought they were going to do a very black with neon outlines kind of look. And we'll get to Seattle later. They didn't do anything like that. Um, but the stars on the sides are really cool. I think this will play well. Obviously, people are making allusions to like, oh, it's like a mamba, like the black mamba kind of look, which is fine. I don't think there's any problem replicating some of that. Um, we're we're going to see a couple jerseys today that obviously took at least hints uh, from existing looks and that's fine. Like, <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. the great steal from the great. Like if you're going to make a great uniform, it's okay to borrow elements from something else that worked really well. Like that. I don't yeah. have any problem with that. So, uh, the only downside to this is uh, a theme that I, I guess we're, we're seeing through the first two uniform sets, which is because every, uh, every team is getting three jerseys and they want their primary color and then a white one and then a black one. Cause so many people want black uniform. It means their secondary color isn't getting a jersey, so we don't have a yellow one here. Um, yeah, we will. We will probably get one next year, so I'm not going to fret too much about it. I'm comfortable with that. In that, the least marketable look, for instance, the Lakers have is their purple jersey, and the most marketable they would have is their yellow. And so I feel like 
our strongest look being our purple jersey really helps the Sparks honestly move this merch. And mm-hmm. I, I think it helps I wonder, in that sense. Like it's it's the little bit that we can do to separate ourselves and be our own uh, franchise helps. Yeah. And I think that's a part of it. I wonder if the league took extra precautions to look at last year's uniform sets and said, you know, we're seeing a lot of yellow and a lot of orange and a lot of navy. So if yeah. we're going to rebrand and we're going to do three new looks, like let's get away from, you know, the sky didn't do a yellow uniform. They're like, let's do the uniform colors that make us us. And there's almost you know, we'll, no yellow uniforms anymore. I, like, yeah. I like half the teams had a yellow version and now almost no teams have one. Yeah. Which is like, is fine. That's fine. So good pick. Uh, I, Oh boy. This will get controversial. Cause I feel like after this point, there's some years super high on and I'm super high on that I would pick in this range that I think you and I might disagree on. I'm interested to see where that goes from these next few picks. I'm I'm going to shelve uh, still my number one overall like jersey that I would go pay money for is still on the board. And I'm not going to take them here either because I really want to talk about the Atlanta dream. Thank Let's you. Let's talk about the dreams look. Because Thank you. This, this is I don't want the, the dream to fall any further back into the episode. The Dream Rebel uniform, Renee Montgomery is on record as saying, like, I think we've got the best Rebel uniform in the league. I think they've got the best Rebel and possibly the best heroine look in the league. They crushed it. Of the Rebel look, assuming that's their city look in the league, this is the Miami Vice of the bunch. Look at how hard that look plays. And not just because it's sitting on Courtney Williams either. Like, that thing plays so hard, the shorts are dope. I just, I love how hard this jersey pops. And, and uh, considering that it's a gray, because that's technically not black, it's a dark gray. They, this this is my favorite example of, like, the, it, you know, there there are some really good, like, storytelling elements to the Rebel editions this year. And I love that on Nike's website it says, like, the subtle hints of silver in the uniform, like the star and the detailing. They're symbolic of the platinum and gold records produced in the city, like, that doesn't even make sense. They're just, like, we made jerseys that looked dope. Look at them. Like, this is like, yep. like, for, like, I know, I know they do tie into, like, elements of the city, but it, it's pretty loose. I, I think the design team for Atlanta went more for what's gonna freaking look fresh on our players. And I think that's a hundred percent what they should do. Uh, the white jersey's awesome. I don't want to just overlook that one. And the, and the red one's not bad. I, I don't, I think with the shorts, the red one really works. I think the top alone is not something that I'm crazy about, but the rebel look just makes up. For, I I legitimately think this is the best rebel look in the league, and a lot of them did really well today. So that's I, saying that's saying quite a bit. This is about third is about where I was going to put the dream because of how good the rebel look is. I do like their explorer look just because I love the red and I love how it pops. I I'm glad they at least have one. That has dream written across it because I just I think it's a beautiful, yeah. Uh, it's just a cool thing that they can they can balance you. Everything I, I think the aesthetic of it works. Um, I think they do enough with their explorer look that it maintains itself. Like it definitely isn't a bunt. It, it goes strong, but this is one of those. If you see a game and a team is wearing those rebel jerseys, you're watching that game. I've watched yeah. a lot of Miami Heat games that didn't matter to me because because of how good their vice jerseys have been in the past few years. And I've watched <laughs> almost no Miami Heat games because this year's doesn't look good. 
and this makes up for like it's this is that's how good this this Atlanta look is. I'm I, like thrilled with this jersey. You guys are going to see the full extent of my craziness right now. I legitimately thought to myself, I poured myself this morning a, a bowl of life cereal and I was looking at my phone in like the two minutes that I had to look at this before I had to get to work. And I saw these and I thought the dream are going to win two extra games this year because they're going to be wearing those sweet uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> like those are worth playing better. <laughs> this ties to my Miami take. This ties to my Miami take of like this aesthetic with the burnt, the burnt orange touch and the pink with that blue. Just make that your look. Make that your brand. Go all in on that. Like people have been screaming for the Miami Heat to do that with the vice look. Just ditch the red black. The, go and do this. And I almost feel like switch over to that. You've got something there. I'll tell you, these are so good. They make me want the dream to be the best team in the league because I want to see like the Nike banner or the Sports Illustrated cover or something with these uniforms or frankly the white ones with because as you said the the dream is probably my favorite moniker in the WNBA it's so unique it's so WNBA it just it crushes every aspect of what a women's basketball like team name should be and and I want to see like the starting five in these fresh white uniforms be like the new like the new hotness in the WNBA just be like we are 12 and 2 to start the season we are well on our way so like a deep run in the playoffs, we're the team to beat right now. I think this look could like sell me on that. And I, I like, we're going to get to team previews later, like this month. And we'll talk about how their actual outlook is. But like, if I was getting into the WNBA and I saw these press release photos today, I'd be like, okay, tell me more. Tell me more about why I should be a dream fan. Cause I'm halfway there. Like, mm-hmm. I love it. They're, they just, they did great. They did so good. Big fan. I'm so glad that you like the dream as much as I do. Because that, that is, I talked about those two Sparks jerseys in my top three, and it's because that dream jersey is the very best uh, jersey to me. And it sounds like you have an Explorer version somewhere across the line that we're going to bump higher. Because you said your favorite Rebel, but but let's 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 kick into that. I think I got to call it Phoenix next because they did something potentially. I don't know if any other teams have been able to do, which is. <laughs> <laughs> they have a gradient look, a gradient structured jersey that I think I actually enjoy. And I've watched a lot of teams and a lot of leagues try to put a gradient structure around a jersey, and I've never seen one I've liked, period. End of story. This one manages to work, and I don't know if it's just because the orange going into the purple, like they found a way to make that work. I don't know if it's because the way that it's paired with the shorts seems to find a way to make it happen. I don't know if it's because a lot of the promo photos are this jersey's worn by Skylar Diggins-Smith. Like, I don't know if it's just how they were able to brand it, but I've become a big fan of that look. I think that the, uh, technically the Rebel look um, is very much in the top tier of Rebel looks. That Phoenix with the X, if you if you get a good shot somewhere of the side plate, they have that X pattern to the side plate. It's subtle, but it looks really good. Um, and then you talked about it. Um, they did the very right thing with the heroin look, which is they did some action shots of Diana Taurasi in that and paired it with images of her in the classic whites that the Mercury had several years ago. And that one pops. Um, I will say this is my least favorite promo ad. It's one of the few yeah. like stomach ads that really, really, really takes away from the design. 
heavily. Oh, it stands out really bad, yeah. Especially on the heroin look, because they went with that, the, the actual branded color fries, the red, and it really kills it. And I, maybe they won't be allowed to do this, but you just hope a lot of players uh, just tuck that in just enough <laughs> that it hides it. But it's yep. uh, other than that, if you're just going basically, because it looks like the, the versions of jerseys they're going to sell aren't going to have these logos. From what we're seeing on the Nike side, at least. Uh, from those designs, period, I love it. It's one of the few branded color f- or uh, number fonts that I'm a big fan of. I like how they put that together. I really enjoy Phoenix's look. Yeah. Um, let me call out a, a couple things I know you already agree with. Uh, the every, every pair of shorts that I'm looking at here on the three different Phoenix looks, they all play. Money. They rule. I'd wear every last uh, one of them. It's hard to do simplicity in a uniform without going too far and making it look like, oh, it's just a practice uniform or they're practice shorts because they're too simple, right? And I feel like Phoenix did just enough to make it feel like, no, no, these are branded like team game worn looking uniforms, but they're, they're subtle. Like they, we don't have to do too much with the shorts. They just look good. As you said, this is legitimately the first gradient uniform that didn't make me puke in my mouth. Um, and in fact is quite good. Uh, so it's, it's not just that they avoided being ugly. It's that it actually managed to work. I think a lot of it is that it fades at the top in the Jersey and then comes back in, in the bottom of the shorts. I think that helps. Yeah. And have you noticed that the angle with the chest mark matches the angle of the green? Yeah. The it's, Phoenix, it's the, nice. it rides up at the same angle. Something about that helps it a lot. It's nice. And the, my favorite aspect of any of these jerseys is the obvious nod to the X factor in, in the black uniform in the, mm. the Phoenix X. That's definitely what that is, right? Like, 100%. that, cause that, if you want to say, uh, look, every, every player, every team thinks they have the best fans in the league. I consider myself kind of a, a Seattle Storm, Vegas Aces, Phoenix Mercury fan. So I don't know if I'm necessarily going to, get crap for this or not. I love that you proudly claim a quarter of the league. <laughs> yeah. Like legitimately like right. all the teams that I've seen live, basically <laughs> like all the, yeah. all the arenas that I've visited, I've come away a fan of that team. The X factor has legitimate claim to the most impactful crowd in the league. I, I feel, I feel safe saying that I feel like the X factor is legit. Like a, a element to Phoenix games. Um, unlike any other stadium. And I, I love that they found a way to incorporate that into one of their jersey designs for the fans. I think that's really cool. Uh, the the only thing keeping these from being a top-tier look is that Fry's ad is horrific. It's it bad. is distracting. It's it as big as the number. On on the heroin jersey, it's red, which is just like, why? Like, <laughs> it's it's bad. At least let them throw a purple version or something on there. If they turn these into t-shirts, like, uh, I forgot what those are called, like jerseys. If I can get a mm-hmm. t-shirt version of these, I'm all, I, I would get a t-shirt version of all three of these. Yeah. It, it's amazing how they found a way to take several looks that a lot of other teams couldn't pull off and they pulled it off really well. I agree with you. The logo, it's, un, it, it's probably unfair because sponsorships are sponsorships, but the logo does hurt it tremendously. Like, and that's just the truth. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, there's not much you can do to change that. But I love this Phoenix look. I think it works for them. This is one of those looks that you you play the eye game comparison of put this on Diana Taurasi, put this on Skylar Diggins Smith. Does it work? They all do. So yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of this one. So that's uh we're now officially a third of the way through these things. 
And I think we're nearing the hour mark, so we'll see how the rest of these looks go. But what, what else you got for me, Laurie? All right. We're going to talk about the Aces. I love the Aces. I, I wondered when it was time. I, I wanted to get to Atlanta first uh, because because I feel like they had one uniform that really stood out as like, this might be the best of the 36. But if you're talking about a solid three, uh, like three-way threat here, like, I mean, you can't go wrong with any of these. The Reds, yes. I'm a little annoyed they don't have the logo, but you, if you see the, the side paneling and the shorts really incorporate all the elements of like their, their tertiary color. I love that. Um, the black uniform is one of the few that I think you need to get in uniform form, right? Like a t-shirt version of this, it's not great. I think it's just a vertical aces and then the number and it's like, that's fine. But the Jersey version with that subtle black pattern, um, and then all the little details, it's, th- this is one where the more you pay attention to it, the more I think it'll grow on you because the detailing of like the, the, the shorts, like the, the belt buckle of, of the card logos on the shorts, um, the, like the different seat, like the, it's got the, the card, like the aces card, um, really, really small. It's kind of hidden. Um, you can't see it like looking at it, the, the top of the Jersey front wise, but they've just added all these little elements that make it like, Oh, that's, they put so much thought into it. And then this is the one that breaks my heart that I don't think they're going to open up to fans because this is the one that when I saw it this morning of all 36 uniforms, I thought I'd pay a hundred bucks for that today. The heroin look plays so good. The, the, the aces white jerseys, they're going to win a championship in those uniforms. I'm, I'm just going to throw that out there right now. Those are like title winning uniforms. Those look amazing, especially any promo photos that involve the WNBA ball because the Wilson redid the ball to be white and orange. It's like, mm, oh, those are going to look so good on court. Uh, I know not everybody's crazy about home whites. I think people find them a little bit plain. Uh, when they're done right, I, I think they're some of my favorite looks in the game, and this is a good example of them doing it right. So, yes, uh, probably, probably this is the one that got overhyped the most because everyone was going crazy. Like, what are the aces going to do? They're in Vegas. They can do crazy. You know, they can do something neon or they're going to do crazy. And I, I kind of said last time, like, uh, I think we're over, like we, we shouldn't over, you know, they just got to Vegas. Like they, they just established a new brand identity like three years ago. Yes. So like, I don't think they're going to go wild with, it. I think they're going to stick very, very closely to what they've already established. And I think they did that here and they did it well. I'm interested on your take, particularly on the on the Rebel Edition. But I love I think all three looks for the Aces are very strong. They did simplicity in the right way. Take it away, Steve. I was lukewarm on the Rebel Edition when I first saw it. And what you said about it is exactly true. The more that I looked at it, the more that it passed my timeline, mm-hmm. the more things started to click. When that's gonna have shorts on it, because I'm assuming the shorts are gonna have that diamond pattern on it, that rhombus pattern. Um, on it. When that happens, then I think it easily goes like, oh, that's one of the best looks. It's very classy. It sort of reminds me of what the Chicago Bulls City jersey kind of did, where they almost went hyper classy. Um, like this is a jersey that also would be the front page of the menu of the most expensive restaurant in whatever city you live in. Like it's something about it that's high, like it's a luxury looking jersey. And it really plays really well. So I do enjoy it. I like that it's spaced well. Nothing seems to distract from itself. 
And if I'm honest, I, I sort of don't feel that way about the Explorer look. I'm a little low on the Explorer look only because I just don't enjoy how scrunched the numbers and the chess mark are. Uh, it feels very, very scrunched. And it feels like, cause this look technically existed last year. They had the, their jersey had a Las Vegas script and then they had a corporate logo at the bottom. And it almost feels like they just kept that spacing. Uh, and just took like the bottom section out. And I just wish that they would run that logo a little larger and a little lower so that there was some breathability in there. The side paneling is a pretty good look. I'm not as high as you are on the, the heroin look. I do think it's strong. I do like that. It's simple because it's timeless. Um, I don't know, but I don't know what I change about it. I almost wonder if it's like between the numbers and the script, would I play a little more gold into it? I don't know. Um, but I think it will work. It's the most, you know, it's a, you know, it's an easy look. I wish that I'll put it this way. I wish that eight, that if they're not going to market and sell these heroin looks, which they may not, we will have to see. I wish aces were on one that, that, you know, was more on the Explorer look. Now it is on the rebel look only because I, I think sometimes people in public who don't know much about the league might look at that Explorer look and just almost think of it as like you got that at a, like it almost has a generic gift shoppy look to it. And that's not a negative in the design. I just see how people could read it. And I, mm-hmm. I'd love it if the team name was on that one, but I see what you're saying. It's a solid look in that like the chess mark is strong. It's you entirely possible that what I like so much about the white heroin look is that it's bleeding into my memory of the Portland fire and other like, Something like, like that, yeah. throw, throwback looks yeah. looks that I, kind of pay homage to like early two thousands. I don't have a good image of the shorts that I've seen that show what this looks like in profile. Uh, it looks like there's something strong with the profile look somewhere along the line. So I, I, it's not that I, I don't think it's a good look. I'm just not as high in it overall though. I think it's a strong look and I think Vegas has, one of the better rebel looks in the league. They were extremely high in bumping how good this look was. And I don't think they expected the dream to just upend them in terms of actually, here's the best rebel look in the league, but they, they pulled out a good one. I imagine the rebel looks, if you have them in hand, you're like, Oh, that is nice. Right? Like the product image, you're like, Oh, the pattern is kind of cool. But I think the closer, if you got up close and personal with these, I imagine you'd see a lot of that detail and, and maybe like be like, oh, like I I get it, like I see where they're going. I I will say this about the heroin look. I I sort of agree with you that it does have the look of that's the type of a jersey a dominant team wears. Like I see, right? um, I see Liz Cambage like ruling a front court in that jersey. That makes sense to me. That's, yeah, it, it's entirely possible that picturing this team playing in tight contested games in those uniforms gets me higher on the look overall. So we're now through. Uh, five of these. We've got seven more of these to run through. I have two that I really think a lot of people are going, why haven't we hit these yet? And that explains how strong these looks are. And also explains that I'm not really sure if this discussion is us formally ranking these, because I think those looks probably would go higher in a lot of rankings. And if you and I were to rank them, they still might. But I'm going to hold off to it. Because I want to get right to a look that I think you and me are completely on the opposite end of the book for. Maybe not, uh, but I have a sense that you and I could not. Uh, I want, if I'm wrong, I'm going to be shocked. I feel like you and I have very opposite feelings about the Indiana Fever. Okay, and that is that. Yeah. Um, I think the Indiana Fever look is fantastic, and I would say 
from what I understand, I the the Stranger Things look is cool. I think it's their third best of the three looks. I like the simplicity. I love the Explorer look because I think the yellow script pops really well. I think it's simple. I don't think they did too much with that side swiping. I think it works really well. It has a very classic jersey look because that's kind of the Fever's aesthetic. I think that their um, their heroine look is really strong. I think it's a solid white. And I enjoyed how out there they went, how upside down, you could say. They went with the rebel look. They legitimately went, we might be the only team that could justify blood splatter on our jerseys. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> and I like that they went with it. And I think it's a fun look. Do I think it's a strong basketball jersey? Maybe not. But these are going to sell like hotcakes. Because I think it's a very, it's it's well branded and it's something people are going to get behind. I think it's going to be fun. They've They've got to get a photo of Millie Bobby Brown wearing one of these. They've got to sell these strictly in the number 11. Uh, and I think they have something when they wear them, if they have fans by the time the season starts and they wear these at home, they've got to have waffle night at the, uh, at the arena, you know, they, they find a way to lead it to all this. There's actually, I believe there's a little love on the shorts for the demigorgon somewhere in there. Um, I, so I think it's cool and it's branded. My two takes on that, if I'm being honest, do I think it plays well as a Jersey? Not strongly, but I do think it'll still sell for the fact that it, it, it's very interesting and branded. Also, Maybe I just fell out of my fandom of Stranger Things. It feels maybe two to three years too late for something like this. And granted, they couldn't take advantage of that two to three years ago because we were in our templated form so they could handle it now. Uh, but a, a part of me is interested in that. Like, is, is the Stranger Things so strong a brand that it still has relevance? And I'm truly asking that. Because I, I just I don't I watched the first season I don't watch the show currently so maybe it's still garnering more energy than I'm realizing I'm in my 30s I am not with it quote unquote so I'm not going to sit here and try to claim that I really enjoy this look I think this really helps the general brand for the fever really strongly I know for instance one of our producers Jason doesn't like this look and I feel like you and I might not agree on some things here and maybe I'm wrong I don't know but I just get that sense. Steve, I dig all three of these. <laughs> what was I saying then? I really oh thought you gosh. didn't like these. No, I love it. And I, I remember when we talked about uh, I'm the blown initial away. leak. I sincerely thought you wouldn't like these. No, when, when we talked about the initial leak, I remember you said, like, I hope somebody does, like, the minor league baseball thing. Like, just prints, like, yeah. pizza. And I, and I remember thinking, like, no, crazy. I don't, you know, I don't want crazy. Like, I want just good, uh, honestly, like, the... The Navy and, sorry, the, the Navy and home whites, uh, like that's what I was picturing for all these. And I was like, I would just love some solid, like not template uniforms. Like that's all I'm not asking for anything more than that. And then Indiana is really the one that went the most outside of the box and like just shot for something. Yeah. And I love it. Like I, I think it looks good. I like, that makes I know so it is happy. a little late. I was not expecting this. It, it does feel a little late and it almost feels like what's, what's the connection other than Hawkins, Indiana being the setting. And it's like, who cares? Like we just want to do something that looked fun. And like the Indiana fever of all teams, like I'm glad that their other two looks are solid. I think the shorts yeah. especially play really well. The, the fever yeah. F is like the best secondary logo in the league. It's so good. The, the nation. This is going to be a really weird uh, take to what you just said about Hawkins, Indiana. <laughs> the nation of New Zealand 
while there's already a lot to play off of it because it's one of the most beautiful places in the world, but um, it currently and still to this day essentially brands itself on two things. One of them that still brings the money. One is they have an adorable prime minister and two is this is where the Lord of the Rings was and they're still profiting <laughs> off that today. So I think it's got a strong take of being like Hawkins, Indiana. Like I think it was next year. Do a Pawnee one. Like why not? You know? And and by the way, I, I don't know if this is relevant. Or, I feel like it is. There's precedence for Nike to, to produce Hawkins, Indiana related clothing. They released two different Nike blazers last year that were like the Hawkins, Indiana versions. Cause they were like orange and green colorways for the school there. So like this, this isn't their first like dipping into the stranger things pool. And it tells me that maybe they've had a lot of success with like those kind of merged. What, what am I trying to say? Like those branded efforts that are, you know, tie-ins, right? Like they, they must've had success with the Hawkins, Indiana shoe tie-in and thought like, you know, fever fans are dying for something like creative and original. Like let's, let's do it. Like let's do black and red with the font, which is one of the, like one of the best fonts. I mean, I know it's, it's instantly recognizable as the Stranger Things font, but like it's good. The ad it doesn't distract hard, yeah. me. I, I like that they still worked in the 19 stars down the side. Like that's their representation for for um, like that's their story that they're telling, and it's not over over the top. So I I think these are really good. There's I will say they verge on uh, the the blue and white ones verge on being like kind of unremarkable. They I see that they don't, point. They yeah. don't get me out of my seat wanting to buy them necessarily. But if you compare it to the template jerseys we've known for the last four or five years, like, yeah, like these, they did a good job. Like if this is the launch pad for everything they do in the future, like, all right, we've got our basic, like this is our look. This is what the fever looked like. And then the rebel look every year changes. It's like, great, do that. Some of, some of the, the photos of the Explorer look don't do enough justice. Like Nike's promo photo on their official release of the Explorer look, that lining with the red and the yellow mm. actually pops really well. It really is a good standout look for them. I think when you see it on the court, it'll play that way. That said, yeah, this look is mainly about the Stranger Things look. I think that they nailed it in terms of branding. It makes a lot of fun. But I, like I said, I want them to brand this so heavily. Just go full to the wall. And, and I truly believe it. If, sell these in a number 11 and they'll sell out. A number 11, put 11 in letters across the back. These will sell out. Like that's, it's not even a question to me. Um, so yeah, I like, I like what the fever did here. I sincerely believed you weren't going to like this look. I'm really surprised by that. Um, but hey, you know, different, different world we live in. So we are now through the halfway point. We've got six more of these to call out and we'll try to keep it succinct, but we're doing everything we can. So let's see what you got. Uh, there are three in my mind that I really want to get to. And again, there's only like five left. So like, I want to talk about them all, but there are three that I'm looking at still that I'm like, maybe ah, those are underrated and kind of really cool. Um, let's go to the champs. Let's go see what the Seattle storm is doing. Been too long since we talked about this. This look, you could talk me into putting this number one. And if you were being true to what we're saying is, Oh, these are rankings. It fell to seven, but I don't know. I, uh, to, this to is me, your this is your moment. I'm gonna give this to you. Take it away. To me, these are two the the standard the green with the yellow and then the home whites with the green. Those are 
we're we're paying homage to like what Sue Bird has done here. Everyone wants to like get a like bird in a retro jersey sort of look going. I think it's de- it's it's it definitely calls the brain to that, right? Like, oh, we've we've seen her wear kind of uniforms similar to this before they went template. Um, it it definitely. Oh yeah, this comment was just made in in the chat actually. It it works as a trio, right? I think they're all strong individually, but when you see them together, you say, okay, that's the complete Seattle Storm look. We want to talk about the Rebel uniform, uh, especially because that's kind of the the different. That's the standout here. Um, I liked it. The more I saw it right away, I was a little disappointed because I I thought they were going to do something bigger with like the new branding. We saw neon green and the new branding. We saw this great new logo and I thought they were going to do something pretty wild with that. And so this turned out to be a little more plain than I imagined. But then I started thinking picture last year's Seattle storm team, which just bullied its way to a championship wearing these like, like kind of, uh, What's what's that called when the number and the lettering is distressed? Wearing these like distressed black schoolyard mm-hmm. uniforms, like that team's gonna look like a bully and just a complete like powerhouse this year. And I'm really excited to see those on the court because I think those are gonna play really well. So I I like the I like what it's representing in terms of like the uh, like the activism that Seattle like the history there and. Like, I think that's cool. The Swedish... Yeah, pickets, picket sign monta- like motif. Yeah, the, and- the Swedish logo doesn't bother me. It's another one of those uniforms where, like, the logo's there, but, like, it's not there. Like, I can just pass over it. It's got a little blazery sash coming through in the background. I like it. It's, it's not in my, like, ooh, they're a top tier. Like, these set of three uniforms, they're top tier, like, top of the league, best, best, best. But I think they're really, really good. Um, and I, I didn't want to wait longer to talk about them because I think they yeah. will look good on court more than they were they, they will look good in product shots. I was okay with this. And then I um and then Sue Bird put out a photo on Instagram of her wearing the uniform. I think they were doing promos and she did like a backstage shot, just took a selfie of her in the uniform and I went, oh okay. That's the look. Like that it it it, it is one of the looks that so speaks without having any context on it. It so speaks to Seattle that you're like I get it now. I, I was going to say, what is confusing is it doesn't tie in with, other than the belt buckle logo on the shorts, doesn't really tie in with their rebrand at all. Yeah, see, you and I expected there to be black with tons of neon because of how they've been branding things on their merch. Yeah. And this goes very different. And I wonder if they just decided, like, we're going to to make this as Seattle as possible and we're going to let our other looks speak to our brand, which I think is fine. Um, but that, yeah, I, I mean, it doesn't speak so much to that. I kind of wish that that swoosh motif is something they incorporated in all of it. Like they did a Portland trailblazers type thing where they, they branded with that type of look. Um, but I think it works for me there. Are, I've had, I'm torn on the other two jerseys because the, what I call like the kitchen apron and, and I don't you, say kitchen is like a joke. I really mean no, like no, no, I get a you. lot of teams have this look. And when worn with shorts of the same color, it, it looks like an apron if you look at it from a zoom out. So I'm not saying that is some sort of knocker motif. I'm just saying, like, that's the style I'm talking about that a lot of teams in, in other basketball leagues do. And I, I struggle with it. It curves a bit when it's worn, it looks like, which helps. I love the storm lettering, like the blaze. It's how it's emblazoned. I think it's a cool look. Obviously, the green plays well. 
This is a weird thought, but I, I when I've seen it in Nike's promo, so maybe when it's worn, I won't notice as much. The way that Nike has it laying on the hanger in the promo shot, I literally can't not see a Crayola box. Like, it looks, it has the yeah. color aesthetic okay. and the lining of a box of Crayola crayons. And that's not a negative by any, it's just legitimately for some reason that's what I'm seeing. Yeah. I, I just wish they really did have a simple green jersey with that, a, a full-on green jersey with yellow lining. If they just didn't do that apron-style look and let the shoulders have green on it, that look is fantastic. I think it's a risk, and I'm not huge on it is all. Yeah, I, I picked Seattle here because I wanted to talk about them more than like, if I was power ranking Seattle would actually be not even this, they might be like in the bottom four and there's only 12. And I already said, like, I don't think either, uh, none of these three looks are swings and misses, right? They're not like, Oh, that just looks bad. Like, I don't think that at all, but like we just talked about Indiana, Indiana rolled out two solid home and away looks and then a really creative one that worked really well. And I, I would have liked to see, Seattle's rebel look somewhere between what they have now and like the extreme creativity of like the, the stranger things like motif. Like there's gotta be in that spectrum, there's gotta be somewhere you can land. That's a little more creative and works in more of your new branding than this. Yeah. I feel you on that. Um, I overall though, I do think it's a really cool, strong look in it. This current iteration of the storm, it works for them. I'm interested to see if this can be a timeless style look, but it is the Rebel uh, look. I, I don't know if they're going to switch yeah, up the Rebel look every year. That. So let's move on from this and talk about the other one that people are probably going like, how is this not the first one you called out? I don't know because there's an argument that if I were listing these, this could come close to the top. I do have one take that probably plays there, but the Liberty man. Um, yep. Yeah. Yes. The aqua- the equality jersey has the potential to be the highest selling of any of these jerseys available. And there's great reason for that. And I think it's an awesome look. And the, the sea foam is still dope as hell. I'm not huge on the number font. It is tied to the letter font, but I'm not as huge on the number font, but it's a clean look. The copper plays so much better than I thought it would when it got leaked. Yeah, because it's it's metallic. It's not yeah. just a. It's not. It when it leaked, it looked brown. It was like orangey brown, and it was like yeah. why? Like, and maybe maybe the cheaper like maybe there will be cheaper versions of the jersey that are like that. But the game worn ones, the ones in the promos, look like it's yeah. almost like a silky like reflection. It's nice. Yep. I, I like this it much a, more. Another one where I'm sad that we may not see the heroin one available for disbursement because I think that's a very, very solid look. Um, I like overall how that one plays. You already know my main take, and this is what shoots it a little bit down the list for me with the Liberty. You already know my main take about the Explorer look, which is I really don't like the falling speckled gradient pattern on the shoulders. I think it's a risk, and I think it looks like dandruff. I don't like that look much at all. If this was just a black Jersey, it would be, it would be great. It would be among one of my favorites, if not for the number font, because all things honest, this is one of my least favorite number fonts of all these jerseys, but <laughs> the, the, that pattern on the shoulders, I call it the dandruff on the shoulder that it bugs me. I don't, I just am not a fan. Yeah. Uh, I think the Liberty green Jersey is the best color Jersey in the league. 
36 yeah. looks, this is the best one. Right? From from like, afar, if you knew nothing, you it would it's such a great, objectively just a very good looking yeah, uniform. It's, it's so good that actually like like Gotham FC is gonna start being like, Yeah, we want to be part of that kind of brand family too. Like we're here in New York, we're a women's soccer team, like we're gonna we're gonna do that. Yeah. And Gotham FC just released their kit and it does look pretty solid. It's, it's, it's simple, but it's solid, but man, they nailed the brand switching from sky blue FC to Gotham. Yeah, FC I, is great, but I see what you're saying. I can understand the temptation to add some sort of texture to one of these uniforms. You don't like you didn't, I guess Nike didn't want to just roll out. Like there's a black, there's a white and there's a really nice, like kind of mint, you know, Liberty green. So they, uh, I think there was a temptation to do something. I don't hate it as much as you do. I think on TV, it'll be negligible. In person, I'm not sure what it would look like. So I, I would be interested to see one of these in hand. Um, the other comment I had is I, uh, on the surf green, I think it's great to have the copper as like the lining, like the kind of the bolder color on the, the lining. But I'm not yeah. sure why they didn't use the green color on the white and black uniforms as like the I agree. main. If they the switched those colors around. Yeah. And had be like the secondary lining be copper and the green. It would really help the look of of the Explorer look, especially. Yeah, but all again, all three of these uh, these are money. And if we were going to power rank the jerseys like for real, like in terms of how much I I like the look, how much I'd be willing to buy one. These are above Seattle easily. Um, yeah, I yeah. I, I'm torn on that. Only I mean, we talked about that, and then the color. Just get rid of that Arizona Diamondbacks number font. And, yeah, uh, this is another this is another font where if someone was number fourteen, it probably looks a lot better than number twenty five. Yeah, it's really hard for me to have like a square style font like this that works, and especially like, this is a number one where the twenty five really hurts it because it just plays with your eyes. It just doesn't work as much for me. Uh, but these are gonna that equality jersey is gonna sell very very heavily. That's another one where I see New York basketball fans uh, or basketball players walking into the arena in a Sabrina Ionescu yep. quality Jersey. Yep. I think it's great. I think the stead, the statement obviously speaks well. I got to say a quick call back to Indiana. Cause I was, uh, you know, we have a lot of great looks that tie to very altruistic inspirations, which is fantastic. Obviously there's this look, you have the, uh, Mohegan tribe callback with the sun. You have Seattle's, uh, calling back to, to political engagement, uh, we're going to talk about Washington's in a minute. And I, I just love that Indiana just went, hey, Stranger Things is set here. There's <laughs> something about that that I think is fantastic. She's like, hey, we like this. Uh, and that said, yeah, I, I like New York's overall aesthetic a ton. Um, people might disagree with me on the Explorer look, but I, I think there's a lot to play there. Uh, that gives us, I believe, four to go. Uh, we've got Seattle, New York. So I'm interested to see who you're going to call it from here because I, I think it gets pretty interesting from here. I would like to talk about Connecticut. Cool. cool. Uh, I think people saw the Connecticut uniforms and they said what people normally say about the sun, which is like good, but like there are other things to talk about that are more exciting. There are other more creative things. And, and this is the sun's whole deal. We've been doing this podcast for like almost four years and they always have a great team that makes a deep run in the playoffs. And we all say like, they don't have like one star. They just share the ball and they all get 12 points a game. And they like, we should talk about them more, but they don't have like one main thing. Mm -hmm. And to me, like I'm looking at these orange uniforms going easily. These are top tier orange uniforms, not just in the mm -hmm. WNBA, but I I'm talking like in sports, find me a better orange uniform. These are up there. I mean, yeah. like really, no, really that good. Orange pops. 
the, the color works, fast. the font, perfect. The number font, didn't overthink it. And then they did add the Mohegan detail in, in the shoulders and in the collar lining. And it's perfect. They didn't overdo it. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. I think the, uh, the Rebel Edition, even though they do have like kind of similar like detailing, like, like tribal detailing in the, in the lining, it's a little more boring. I don't totally get going with like the Minnesota Lynx color scheme for the the Rebel Edition. Yeah, and I don't know if there's any significance to the to the coloring it blue. If there's any sort of historical significance to that, so I, I, I call. I was nervous to call that out because I didn't want to come off ignorant on that. So I'm happy to hear that. There was some interesting shots that uh, we found of the shorts from the side. And it makes me wonder if the Explorer or the heroine looks might come off a bit gaudy with how they look on the shorts. But I think in general it works. And I, I do really like how that orange pops. I'm glad that they got to be the team to rock a solid orange jersey because it works really well for them. Yeah, and, and orange was the other color besides yellow that got overdone because of the, the template jerseys for the last several years. So, like, Phoenix had purple and orange. Um, I, I know I'm missing another one right now. I feel like we're the fever, the fever have orange. I just feel like we saw a lot of orange. Yeah. Um, and, and none of it was particularly striking. If I was a Connecticut fan, I would be like, like if I was, if the sun were my team, I'd be thrilled. I'd be like, that is the Jersey I've wanted. Yeah. Like I, I will, you know, I'm not even much of a, like I, I've never been to a sun game, but we've talked to Kurt Miller on the show before and he's a cool guy and I love this look. And I yeah. would consider getting one because this is another one that like wouldn't probably look as good in t-shirt form, but as a Jersey, like I wear jerseys over sweatshirts, right? That's how me as a, like a lanky tall guy, like that's how I got to wear jerseys. Like I don't yeah. have the tan to be able to pull off like the Jersey, nothing else. So like I look at this and I'm like, yeah, I could make that work. Like, yeah, and it looks totally. like the, the blue one, the rebel one, I think it's got some stuff going on on the side paneling too, that we can't see from the, the current shots available. I would have loved that on the sleeves and not on the side. It just needs mm-hmm. a pop of color. I, the significance of this Jersey is my favorite of every other, uh, rebel Jersey. In fact, it, what, it's what inspired so well it. done. I yeah. think it's so cool. I love that they have the Mohegan word for sun across the chest it just needs to pop. I wanted this to be like the pride of the Jersey rollout. Cause I think the significance of it is huge. And I just, the, the, the blue on another blue. And then they kind of went with less poppable de- um, of the tribal designs on the neck and on the sleeves. And I wish what's on the side panel was actually what was on sleeves or potentially on the neck, something that gives it some pop. I wish the shoulders wasn't dark blue. It would have been cool if it was a different color, throw some orange in here somewhere. Would have been nice. Uh, that said, it just it, it it only bugs me because the the te- the idea of putting that Kisus and I don't I didn't want to say too much because I don't want to mispronounce it, but that Mohegan word for son. I think that's such a cool uh, dynamic, and I love that. Um, and I think that there's something there. I will say in the future if they try to play this aesthetic as well. Um, they a line that they used in their branding to explore this. They said the uniforms, graphic side taping offers a reverent nod to the trail of life. And I need a Jersey with the phrase trail of life on it. I, that's such a cool, th- there's a lot to play out there, but I just, um, yep. I'd like it. This could be my favorite number font of the entire league though. It's simple, but it's, it's moved. It's, it's, it's got movement to it. 
and it works heavily to it. I believe a producer Jason as well doesn't love it because he doesn't love that there's some sharp corners, some rounded corners, but I actually really like it. I think there it's it's simpler than it might feel, and I think it adds to whatever jersey it's on. So I'm a fan of that. We we don't have the heroin jersey image up on the Twitch stream, but the the white one is also very good, and the shorts uh, the shorts on both the orange and the white will have that. Um, that design down, like down the lining and then uh, like across the knees. Um, and so they're, they're very, you'd think they look plain from like head on, but that mm-hmm. pattern goes down the sides of the jerseys and then onto the shorts and then around the knees. And so it's very like evident that that pattern is all over the jersey. And it, I think it works really well. This is just a yeah. solid. I love when orange teams get it right because Lord knows the orange teams have gotten it wrong for years. So it's nice when they land one. Yeah. This reminds me of uh, whenever ten- the University of Tennessee, the volunteers, put out a look that works. It's got this feel to it. Some years they'll put something out that doesn't quite work, and then some years it's worked strongly. And this speaks to me as like it's it's when one of those were like maybe it's because Tennessee and Connecticut have a lot of letters, so it reminds me of when you throw a bunch of letters on a chess script like that. But that works really well. I'm I'm a big fan of uh, what Connecticut's been putting out, so I like that you called that out. We've got three of these left, and they're all very interesting in their own right. This is one that, on my first glance of these, of this overall set, I was close to putting them in my top three. I don't know where I'd put them now. I feel like I feel stronger about one of these looks than a lot of people do. I do really like what Dallas did. Uh, I I actually really like their general aesthetic. Dallas has struggled with finding a look that really works for them as a brand for a long time. And I think these Explorer jerseys work really well. They might be a little mavericky, if that makes sense. And I get that. <laughs> but I like how the Dion plays on the on uh, the Navy really well. I like how the Dallas pops on the script. I love the Wings jerseys, like the, the heroines. Um, and I just love the way that they used a, that different, like actual branded font across the chest. And it works really like, I love the overall look and aesthetic of that. And a lot of people are down on these rebel jerseys. I stand strongly in my belief that these will look a lot better on the court than people are, are thinking right now. I think these rebel jerseys, this is another one where the story of these jerseys is really, really neat. And I I get the idea of trying that simple design, throw an image on there, make it abstract, see if it works. And I stand to believe that this look will actually look pretty solid on the court. But it's a call out to the the, the P-40 Warhawk, uh, which was a World War II plane that was manufactured uh, by the Women's Air Force Service pilots. Super cool story. And so it plays to that really well. I actually think the side piping doesn't get credit for being decent, but a lot of people are seeing this as like a simple, lazy look. And I actually think it will end up being embraced on the court a lot better when people start seeing it in play. Uh, I don't know if I've made this common knowledge yet, but I dig these too, Steve. I don't hate these at all. (laughs) See, I wasn't sure how you felt about it, but I've seen a lot of people down on this specific jersey, and I actually think it could work. So the the blue one is again. I I'm not down on any of these. I think the the like the the solid the one you called like Mavericky like that Dallas uniform. It's just a solid look. Like establish your brand identity. We're Navy. We're Dallas. It gets the job done. I don't think it's that's, spectacular. That's, like there's nothing. That's a jersey. That, they're about to take the first and second pick for the first time 
You know, they're about to take Charlie Collier and Ari McDonald or who else, but that's probably the plan you should make. But, uh, there, that's a Jersey that you can comfortably put in front of a draft pick coming, which it'll be virtual, but you can comfortably hand to a first draft pick and have that photo moment. And it works really well. Yeah. They wisely, I think it could easily been boring if they didn't outline Dallas and the number in that neon green. If it was just Navy and white, I would have been like, at least try. Um, but instead, no, like I, I really, I like these. And again, compared to what we had before, I really like these. Like we got away from templates. We established just a strong baseline for what the look should be. Uh, I think the heroin look is actually really good. Um, yeah. like I, I hadn't seen it until honestly just now I hadn't, you know, cause the heroin looks are harder to come by. I think that's very strong. And then when it comes to the rebel uniform, people are going to hate on it. And, and honestly, I, I get it. I think people want jerseys that are either they're black and they're cool because for some reason black uniforms are just automatically related to cool or they're like bright and colorful and they project your, your team's, you know, colors. You like, you're proud to wear your team colors. Right. And the, the Warhawk uniforms aren't your team colors, but I still think they look good. I see. I think they're cool. I, I wouldn't buy the Jersey, but I would buy the t-shirt. If they had a game day t-shirt, if they had this shirt draped over every seat in the house the night they wore these, it would be it'd be awesome, and you'd love that shirt. I think people don't love this olive military green on a jersey as as hard. It just it's not a poppable color. But yeah, as a t shirt, it would work really well. If you picture the starting five out there on the court going against a team wearing like clean home whites, like it doesn't it, it suffers from not complementing other colors well either. So like I don't know how good it's going to look. You know, on the court against other team uniforms. Um, cause it, yeah. So like, I don't know. I, I like it understanding that like people aren't going to like it because it's not a bright, colorful motif. Like it's a, it's, you know, it's that war olive color that like it's airplane, right? But like we, we see Air Force pull off these football uniforms like every year that are just like, man, they shouldn't work, but they kind of do. Um, and, and this kind of reminds me of that. Like, I really like the star and I, I think it'd be cool if the, the wings could work in the star motif into other things they do in the future. Cause it's a cool, it's like story to draw. It's yeah. it, maybe it's the coolest of the rebel Jersey, like inspirations. A part of me sort of wishes the plane motif was actually a larger part of their branding, though. The Pegasus branding is very significant to Dallas. Yeah. So I understand that. Um, no, I'm a bigger fan of these than I think a lot of people are. I actually think, you know, like, I agree with you. It's not the best. It's not among the top of the Rebel looks. It's not one that I would go out of my way to buy. But I think once this is these are on the court, people are actually going to enjoy them a lot more than they realized. Uh, and I'm excited to see that play out because I think it has to do. I haven't seen a shot, a good shot of them in shorts yet. So uh, they, there may be something out there, but there's something to, to be had on that. We're now... I believe we took Dallas out of the running. So we're down to two. You get up, you get the pick and then I'll, I'll round it out. So let's hear what you've got cool. for our, our penultimate review. All right. Mystics fans. Uh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I don't hate it. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, I don't hate any of the looks. I think they're all very creative. I love that they worked in the cherry blossom color. Um, mm-hmm. that, is hard to do. Um, and they added it on a Navy uniform that looks great. I think the, uh, the script, the 19th amendment script that's going around, um, this, this shape is really cool. And this shape, I think you told me, is that the, 
is that the route, it's like an important route of something like the, the history behind it is really cool. I just, I wasn't super clear on it. And so I looked at it and thought like it, it strikes me as a very Euro league look. And I don't know why that is. Maybe it's just because it, it's not like a typical shape that we see on a sports uniform, but I don't dislike it. It's, it's not one that I would probably go buy, but I don't mind it. The, I actually think the downer here is that the, the Washington Mystics red uniform looks so similar to their old red uniform. I don't think, like, I don't think they departed enough from the template. And I, I would have liked to see a little bit more on their, on their, like, standard jersey. I think the Rebel jersey is fine, but I, I want to see the home and away looks a little stronger. And a lot of it has to do with the font just not working for me. Um, I think that the rebel look would have as an aesthetic. I'm not speaking to the design inspiration for this because the design inspiration for this is perfect. I love that. It's a callback to the women's March. I love that the design that swoop, that look you're seeing is actually the route of, of the March. Uh, the script is the 19th amendment. I, everything about that is significant. And I love that they did that. I almost wonder, switch out the Navy, try a different color and really, just let this be completely different on its own. Um, because I honestly think the Navy is sort of what, like, they almost tied in, like, well, that's one of our colors, so we'll use that. And I would have liked them to have more fun with that a little bit. I think the rigidness of, of that, that line, that swoosh, can be tough. I think it's because they're trying to tie that as closely to the mapping of that route as possible, so I respect that. Um, so as an aesthetic, there's things they could have done better. I hope that people embrace it and utilize it because the message really matters. As far as the other uniforms, because I want to separate the unit, the rebel from the other two, because I think it's two different stories. The mystics are desperately in need of a rebrand. They're desperate. They've got to get rid of that lettering. It just doesn't work anymore. It worked really well in the early 2000s, but they needed, they, they were one of the teams that needed a new logo and a new rebrand and something that really seems, because the thing about it is this is a jersey that's going to be worn by one of the, top five players in the entire league, one of the many strong faces of your league. I don't think this speaks for that. And it's not that it's a bad jersey. The lettering to me just does I think you could have really, if you had branded things differently, you could have made this a very strong look that spoke to a recent champion in the league. And I would have loved to see that. So that's my only main take is that's yeah. the thing. They they won like they won a championship recently and they're, they're still just suffering from this look that I, I really like, this is indistinguishable to me, like without looking at them side by side from their, their look that they've always had their template look. And I'm reading the description and I, I've been going away from this the whole episode. Cause I don't want to be like, here's the marketing copy, but the description for the Explorer edition says Akin to the city's marble monuments, malls, and statues, the uniform stands as a powerful pillar and symbol of DC's history of leadership and action. No, it's red. It's just red. I'm not getting any of that. If you're from Washington, DC, and there's significance to anything that was said there, I sincerely, if anyone in the chat, anyone who hears this wants to respond, I really do sincerely want to hear your response. If that's true, because I'm, I might be wrong. Nothing about this jersey speaks to any of that. I'm, I'm maybe, not getting maybe that. there's something to the way the neck is. It's got a unique neckline shape. Yeah, that's kind of maybe cool. that could like, be monument s. The star is a nice touch, but to me, these are very like someone said earlier. The the Washington or the sorry, the Seattle look looked very like mid 2000s. Yeah, 
This is straight I out of that era. Maybe there's marble along the side plate, like the side panels. I'm looking at the promo shot zoomed in. I'm like, maybe that's what that is, but I haven't seen a good shot of it. So maybe there's something there. But other than that, the promo photo has marble in the background, and that's all I can tell. Yeah, um, use use something like I don't know if marble design would work. It would it would probably look a little weird, but that's not none of this. By the way, is a knock on the Mystics. This is a knock on Nike for their nauseating market speak when they put out these these uniforms with every league. It's always I I want to know how. Like the Washington football team managed to have a better look this year without a team name than the other DC area sports teams. Yeah. Like, how is that? <laughs> Come on. Like, I, I, like Navy and red can work. Like you can do red, white, and blue. You can do DC. You can stay the mystics. I like rise on the front of the rebel jersey. I think that's great, but I wanted something different because yeah, I want a Deladon. I want you to like, I want to buy the Deladon jersey, but I, I'm not super feeling these. It's too Sword in the Stone, that font. It's too old-time Disney, that font. It just doesn't work. They need to move on to something that stands for them, that has a more timeless look. And then I think this jersey works for itself. I just, I have have a hard time with that. I do really enjoy the Rise jersey. I think not only does does it have something that works in its design, it's another one that... When they put out a hoodie, when they put out a t-shirt, this will sell extremely well. Uh, and should I think it's a great message, um, and I I I enjoy it. Once I caught the significance, and then you call it cherry blossom because when I first saw the leak vi- photo of this, I thought it was just going to be their red, but it was it shaded was, weird. It, it was and orangey when, red. Yeah. When I learned it was kind of a, almost a call it to that cherry blossom, I went okay. I like or at least like the women's march. You know the call out to the aesthetic of that that day. I, that's when I was really behind. Like you know what I do enjoy. Uh, I do enjoy that look. I actually think it plays stronger than, and some people have issues with it. There's some people who really love it and they, and I like that. So Washington is one that I had a tough time with. And it's another one that's just, it's not bad. None of these looks are bad. It's just that when you pair them with what a lot of other teams did, that's where it gets tough. And I think that that somewhat could tie to our last team. What a lot of people might say about the Minnesota Lynx. Now, I know, for instance, Kyle, one of our co-hosts, who's in the booth, maybe he'll chime in here. He's a huge fan of this Rebel look. He really likes it. Um, it plays a significance to the uh, what's considered one of the longest-running independently-owned music venues in the U.S. Kyle told me recently, apparently, there's some tie to Prince as well in these, which, if that's the case, why is there no purple on it? But maybe there's <laughs> reasons for that, too. It's 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 a decent look. It's just not one of my favorites. I like how clean their Explorer look is. Uh, it is very much the like T Wolves, but the Lynx in a way. But I do really like how clean the look is. I actually super 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 like the heroin look. I like the lettering of Lynx across the chest. I like the neon on the sleeves. I think it's a solid look, and it's not just because Celia Fowles generally can make a jersey look good, because she's dominant that way. Um, I really enjoy that look. So overall, I think it's a good aesthetic. And, okay, all right. As I'm looking at this action shot, the looks, it, it, there might be some purple along the side panel on the shorts. Uh, yeah, I can't tell if it's the lighting or not. Or not it yeah. could just be a purple light. But. Which, that would be cool. So there's some significance to it. I just, this was one that had a similar feel with the Mystics, other than to say 
that their standard looks with the Explorer and the heroine are fairly timeless and could work. I, I wish they just had a little bit more fun with the rebel look, I guess. Yeah. These, uh, Minnesota's kind of tying their sports teams together here because like these are easily like these belong in like the Timberwolves branding as well. And I have no problem with it. I think that's cool to kind of do like a little bit of a blend, like the sparks and the Lakers are the obvious example of that. Right. Um, this, these are, there's nothing wrong with these. Um, which is again, more than I can say for a ton of city looks and, and things like I'm, I'm not trying to aid on the NBA, but they've released a lot of uniforms that I'm like, all right, let's, I don't even know how to start breaking down what's wrong with these, right? Like Minnesota's look, nothing wrong with the Navy blues. I love the, the neon kind of like fun action green lining there. They're, they just don't jump out at me as anything special. I just think they're, they're fine. Um, the, the, the whites, the heroines, the, those are pretty good. Those are pretty good. They, they're a little bit, uh, they could be college uniforms and I would be like, oh yeah, those do kind of look like college uniforms, but they're, yeah. they're not, you know, but again, they, they have a strong font. They didn't overthink it. They did a lot of things right. Mayo Clinic branding is like toned down a little bit. And I really like that. Um, and then the rebel look like I, you know, the star texture that's like in the background of both the Jersey and the shorts, like it's cool. I just, it doesn't get me really excited. And maybe so like it's, if, if the worst we can do yeah. is a, a trio of jerseys that look fine, but don't get me excited. If that's like the bottom level of the league, then they had a successful brand, right? Like that, that's a good relaunch. I can't tell it. Maybe the light changes the color on the stars a bit. I, I the, yeah. I'm looking at an image where the stars are just in the background. Like they're just kind of faded. They're just kind of a textured background. Yeah. But on this promo photo that we have on the stream right now, I don't know if it's specifically the lighting that's making them look more colored and how they're sheening, or if we're like, I think it, it has is. an effect where when you put light, certain light on it, it changes the color. So that's interesting to me. The one thing is, again, this is why I wish that there was some emphasis in promoting the heroin look because my one issue with the Explorer look, well, I have one nitpicky one we'll get to that I wonder if you have the same feeling. But right off the bat, if I'm going out in public and someone sees me in the Explorer look, I honestly think most people see that and assume it's a Timberwolves jersey. And yeah. because it says Minnesota, it's very similar to their aesthetic. And I would love to have the heroin look because it's clear what team you're, you're, you're sporting. The other thing? Yeah. Does it throw off the look a little bit that there's the neon green on the sleeves, but not the neck? It, I, I don't. I don't get bothered by it. Like someone in the chat mentioned that and I looked for it and I was like, I, I think it's okay. Yeah. It really kind of throws me off for some reason. It makes both of both the neck and the sleeves look out of place for some reason. And I wonder if that's part of it for me. And that's probably why I like the, the, the white look a little bit more because it's not as prevalent as it is on, um, on the Explorer look, but I don't have a neg- too many negatives on the look overall. There's just a little bit more. I wish they could have potentially done. No, uh, I, and, I don't want Lynx fans to get mad because we saved them for last. I don't think there's anything wrong with these. I'm not like, oh, boo, they, you know, they should have done this or that. Like, these are all fine. Uh, these are all fine. And they're, again, all of these are a step above a template jersey that doesn't have anything interesting about it. Uh, I just, Minnesota especially, like, they're another one that could have gone uh, to like a Stranger Things extent for like, oh, do something like crazy with your Rebel jersey. And they probably feel like they did with like the stars. Like, oh, that's a crazy it's, it's, pattern. Yeah. But it's like, uh, it's, it's cool. And I, I love, obviously, like, 
none of us are judging the tie-ins, right? None of us are like, that's not a very good city tie-in. Like, we all think that's cool. Like, the independently run music yeah. store and, like, the men across the chest, like, that's cool. Um, but it's, it doesn't get me super excited. It doesn't pop as much as some of the other ones we've talked about today. Um, but overall, I mean, we see, we just covered 36 uniforms and none of them were like, Oh, I'm just crushed with disappointment because it. You bad. have no people. People listening to this, people watching this on stream. Logan and I are are I would say insufferable nerds when it comes to uniforms. Like, <laughs> uh, and and I don't think you feel like that's an insult when I say that out loud. It's very much a majority of something we talk about. The angriest you've seen me of anything that probably doesn't include the 2017 Astros um, is probably. When the Los Angeles Rams rolled out their rebrand, I'm not even a football fan, but they butchered a real, what was supposed to be a simple rebrand. And I was mad at that time. I, we, I've seen so many looks rolled out in the past year that are frustrating. The MNBA was guilty of a lot of that. A lot of city looks this year. Like I've fallen out of love with when city jerseys are released because so many of them miss now. It's just, it's, it, the fun has been taken out of it. And I don't have a single, like, I don't know that I have a single jersey out of these 36 that are just, like, that bad. Like, that you just go, nope. Like, there's some that I'm not in love with, but I love, and, and I think the response people have given speaks to that. No one looks at what the Dallas Mavericks put out for their city look two seasons ago and has positive thing. It's, it's a very small percentage of the universe that tried to convince themselves that was a good looking Jersey or pretty much anything in Oklahoma city thunder have done. Um, no one can look at the, I'd say the, the Arizona diamondbacks rebrand from a few years ago and go, Oh, that was a good look. No one. I I think could look at what the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers did a few years ago and say, that's a good look. Um, there's nothing like that in this bunch. There's stuff people aren't going to like, but like I've said, I've legitimately heard someone, a diff, you know, on 12 different occasions, someone has repped or, or called out every single team in this league to say that they think their look is the best and really meant it. And that's a high mark for the job they did. It's hard to say that from start to finish, you could have had a better experience with this rollout than the league has had. Um, even if everything wasn't a home run. And that's, that's huge. Yeah, they look cool. I can't wait for them to get into fans' hands and for fans to be back in stadiums sporting them. Uh, I I hope Nike resists the urge to constantly cycle out these looks for new ones year after year. Like, I think it's fine to do that with a new Rebel edition every year if you have some good design ideas. But if a, if a look is working, um, I, I hope people give it time to, to breathe. I, I like when you can look back on Sue Bird wearing a, a certain jersey and say, like, oh, I know about what era that was. Because there was, like, a four or five year span where, like, that was that era of the team. And and so it kind of bothers me when teams get like three new uniforms every year and you forget like, oh, I forgot they even wore those. Like, don't remember what year that was. Um, the NBA is kind of suffering from that right now, I think. So I would love for all these looks that are just strong, like baseline looks to kind of maintain, yeah. you know, not not just be a 25th anniversary celebration, but just be like, this is what the WNBA is doing now is like your team identity is what it is. And then the rebel look will always pay homage to like women in your city and like background of your city and stuff like that. I think that's a good, you know, that'll make the Nike people happy because they're always churning stuff out 
and they want every team to be the Oregon Ducks. Um, but it, it would make me happy if we got to like experience these jerseys on the court for enough years that they became indistinguishable from like, like, like inseparable from like the team identity. Like you flip yeah. the channel, you see them on the court and you're like, Oh great. I'm watching a Lynx wings game. I got to know. Um, I just got to say real quick that like it, we just talked about Minnesota. Um, I just noticed really quickly on Minnesota's Twitter, they have a couple close up shots and they have a shot of like the belt, what they have on like the belt buckle area. If that legitimately was put on the chest of one of their jerseys, yeah, it would be so good. They just have a, that's a cool looking logo. I just sent it over to you, but they have this Minnesota script with their skyline. I just sent it over to our group chat. I'm just letting you know because I'm just looking at looks like, man, what did we miss here? But I, yeah, I think in general, that was a weird cutoff, but I, <laughs> I think we couldn't be more thrilled with this runoff. What what I'm interested in is what uh, what we got to hear from the the Twitchverse and our listeners. Let us know how you feel, obviously, on, on Twitter and elsewhere. If you hate every take we had about these uniforms, we're here to talk about it. If you have anything else that you want to call out, please do. Uh, this has been such a fun day for the league. Um, I think everyone's kind of had a chance to just lay back and enjoy themselves a tiny bit. Uh, in a time when that's hard to find. So I think that's fantastic. And I also think a lot of people picked up on how important this type of stuff is when it comes to the growth of a, of a sports league, because it's more than just making things look good. This really, uh, I think created an identity and a prowess when it comes to the WNBA. That's something that's going to carry them where they were meant to go and where they're always going to go, but in even stronger steps. And I think that that's a huge thing. Yeah. I'm ex man. I'm excited. I, I want, I want the merch. I want the t-shirts. I, I want the shattered glass jersey. I, I, I need new hoodies. Uh, somewhere, someday I'll like move somewhere sunny and I'll be like, what am I going to do with all these hoodies? But that's a long way off. So um, I'm, man, I'm excited. I'm glad we were able to do this. We came in under two hours, which is pretty good for us. Um, I'm pretty <laughs> proud of it. <laughs> you never um, know sometimes. Kyle was able to pop in, let us know some of his takes. Uh, I appreciate him being patient and probably listening to us, like disagreeing all the while while we go through team by team. Awesome. Well, uh, Logan, Kyle, if we don't have anything else, we'll, we'll call it here on this episode. Obviously this was just the uni release. There's so much to dive into when it comes to the league. We just crowned a national champion in college. We've got the draft just a week away. Uh, we've got a season eventually whenever we find out when the darn thing's going to start, but it's going to happen over on the sports, uh, the women's sports side of things. We've got a challenge cup to get excited for that kicks off uh, the day after we're recording this April 9th. Uh, that's going to be on CBS sports network as well as Paramount plus. So you should definitely check that up. We just put out Mike and Mike McPhee and I put out a preview for the challenge cup. You should check out. You'll be hearing from us every week during that event. Uh, and while we're talking uni, some really cool uh, kit uniform rollouts from there. The one call out I have to make before we call it, if you haven't looked anything up today regarding the NWSL's kits, you have to go and look up um, Racing Louisville's release. It is... Whew, it's something. It's beautiful, and they might now have the best scarf in all of soccer. And I do mean worldwide. Amazing. I, it's such a good rollout. Very happy for them. But we have a lot to look forward to when it comes to women's sports. We'll be here to join you in that journey. But until then, thank you so much for listening to this episode of WNBA Nation. So glad to have you. Until next time, I'm Steve Schwartzman. I'm Logan Jones. And we got you next time. <laughs>